0: This podcast is brought to you by The Province.
1: This is Seen and Heard with Province music writer Stuart Durdane. Hello and welcome to Seen and Heard with Stuart Durdane. Here again, having the benefit, the blessing to talk to a very talented person, in this case celebrated poet, author, playwright, uh, I don't know, he probably doodles and does a few other things too, Shane Coyson. Shane has a new album out called Debris um, with his group The Short Story Long and will be touring B.C. and the U.S. beginning with a show in North Cowichan on October 15th. Hey Shane. How's it going? How's life and are you in the big smoke, Toronto?
0: I am in the big smoke, yeah. It's uh, very humid here, Um, taking lots of showers
1: nice uh let's uh get right to it the, the last time we spoke, I guess was just after your play had premiered at the uh, at the uh, the QE and it's um that you know that was stick boy that was a bit of a rush and things and at the time you were talking about maybe having a little bit of downtime uh, it doesn't seem like you could have had very much because I think what you've put out a book since then as well as this record
0: right it's always kind of you know. Um it kind of snowballs. It's always one thing after the next. And I think, you know, for any artist, like you can't have that much down time. You have to keep continually either be creative or be on the road. Uh, one of those things, it's sort of a perpetual motion machine.
1: And how are you finding the uh, perpetual motion these days?
0: Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate in that I love what I do. I know there are a lot of people who you know they do it long enough and it turns into sort of just a job for them i still really enjoy what i do so i'm fortunate in that regard in terms of the traveling yeah it does wear on you after a bit so you know there's i think that's with anything you do in life there's going to be a little bit of love hate relationship with it
1: I have to wonder uh you know just given the title of the new record if uh, are is this your nice way of saying these are you know back b-sides and uh, and various other uh stuff that you had available or is d- d- is there something deeper meaning to the calling it debris
0: Yeah, they think there's more of like a there's more of a sort of uh, a meaning to it just in terms of you know okay, well these I guess are the broken parts of me, these are the these are those things that like, I mean as an artist it's like I'm constantly sort of like all right well let me put my glass heart out there for it all to smash and you know like I mean I'm I'm going to try and make something with it you know like I mean and when I say you all I mean just like I mean that's just what the world does not by not you know not not in sort of a malicious way but just in the way that like I mean things happen in life that break you in certain ways and this was this album was just a way to sort of share some of those
1: now, you've been going, undergoing a sort of a public process of, uh, of rebuild and therapy, if I, if I can put it that way, but also social media plays a huge role, I think, of all the influence on YouTube that uh, various videos have had. And I know that um, recently, you know, you got incredible amount of traction and, and attention when you made some comments about the p- poem that you read at the uh, 2010 Olympic uh, opening ceremonies and said you weren't sure you could continue to read that poem anymore or, or perform it. And is that still something that uh, you feel strongly about?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like. I mean, I think a lot of Canadians are feeling the same way right now. Like, I mean, and, you know, part of it is because you know we've, you know, in the past we've been so passive about, you know, mean, our elections and, and things like that. And and now I think a lot of people are starting to see, like, I mean, okay, well, what what does ten years of that passiveness cost us? And are we willing to sacrifice more to to see how much further down this road we're going to be with somebody who has no interest in being transparent about what it is they're doing and why they're doing the things that they're doing. Why is this good for Canada? You won't even take questions. You know, like, I mean, how how, how can we keep playing follow the leader with somebody who's up there holding the flashlight and won't even turn it on?
1: Fair enough. Do you find that with the recently ignited, you know, debate around Syrian refugees and things like that, 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 that some of the verses and comments in that poem become that more more relevant and important to sort of reinforce
0: well that i think that's it like i mean for a long time like i mean canada like i mean that's that's kind of was part of like the canadian identity of this sort of like you know come come to this place like i mean we have all these blessings and we're willing to share them and now i never ever thought that canada would be you know I, I, I go back to this sort of like horror movie metaphor where you know like i mean there's people running through the woods and they find a house and they all get inside and i never thought Canada would be, would be the person to shut the door on the last person on the outside you know what i mean yeah really because like you know inside. that that person that's just all of a sudden left out there to deal with whatever sort of her monsters chasing
1: mm. we've well, also got monsters both metaphorical and i guess you know as when growing up maybe somewhat truthful uh Let's let's just get to one of the you know like the, the track. Let's start with the opening track of the new record. Let's uh, talk about and play debris.
2: I want the kind of love that turns my past into an etch-a-sketch and shakes the broken out of me. A selflessness that teaches me how to love myself unselfishly. A memory that reminds me of all the things I still want to be. A hindsight less than twenty-twenty, so I can't see the past that's haunting me. I want an apology that means something. Give me the honey without the sting. I'll shout one back and thank you because you brought the things I couldn't bring. Thing is, doubt has brought me about as much luck as a no-leaf clover. I spend each day trying to find a way to get around everything I can't get over. And I tried to die, I'm ashamed to admit, figuring if they buried me, I'd at least get under it. So shake this broken out of me. As if broken is an art of my masterpiece looks like debris. The world taught me a promise is not a guarantee, it's something that can break. But if you take my broken, I guarantee I'll shake your broken into me. I hitchhike on it's a long stretch of road with a center line sewed into it that looks kind of like a scar and there's no map that says you are here to tell you where you are i learned you'll never know how far you've come if all you ever do is go i know stop signs love amber lights because they like to take things slow i know those who spent their lives like quarters at a slot machine they spent each second gambling away all the things they could have been Brightly burning stars, minds like flame, blood like kerosene They burned out because it's hard to read the fine print when it's written in the in-between No, we're not the only broken ones We have no number, just an estimate The number grows every day, there's no way we can keep track of it So if nothing else, at least you know you'll never be alone Our reflections are stained in the broken pieces of all the things we should have known
3: I may love
2: like novels and others like short stories some take what little love we have left trying to complete our inventories is there anything left to give have we given away everything we've got have we traded away our memories trying to forget what we forgot a shot in the dark that's just my version of a hail mary i don't believe in god but it's that shot of hope trying to keep alive what the world keeps trying to bury how do we let go of all the things we shouldn't carry do we mark our bags or tags set for different destinations? Do we book cruises for our problems and send our baggage on vacations? Truth is, we don't need much. Some food, some drink, from time to time, some touch. A crutch made out of shoulder, if that's something you can spare. All we have to give is time, and that's the truth about the dare. We only get the medal, the part with all the tears and laughter. Everything between once upon and now, and happily whenever after. Shake this broken out of me As if broken is an art And my masterpiece looks like debris The world taught me a promise is not a guarantee It's something that can break But if you take my broken, I guarantee I'll shake your broken into me I made
1: Um, What do you think about when you work with the group? I mean, I know that we've talked about this before, and and, and certainly you've talked at length about it, but who's still with Short Story Long? Is it still the same configuration and also... um,
0: No, it's changed since the beginning. um, But, you know, like, I mean, I think that's what, you know any group is going to sort of evolve and their sounds evolve and people's lives evolve too so you have to like i mean we we bid a very like i mean heartfelt farewell to our last uh, keyboard player who was one of the original members Olivia Mental hmm. because it was time for her to go and start a family and that's what that's where her focus was so it was it was so bittersweet because you know on the one hand it's like she's going off to start this new amazing chapter but on the other hand it's like it totally left a void in the group but you know now we've got Glenna Garamone on keys. Um, uh, the only other original member that remains is Maya Robbie, and she's been my friend you know, since right. uh, high school. Uh, so, and then we've got Jesse Lee on the stand-up bass, and we've got Jordy Robinson on the cello. And I, just, I love the sounds that we're making, because we're not approaching it the same way. Like, here, we're putting out an album that's going to be, you know, they're not your typical songs. Like, I mean, a lot of them, we look at them as sort of like scoring a movie you know, on this album we were lucky that we were able to do like a couple pieces like uh, red lights or uh, debris or or have more of a song sort of structure to them but all the other pieces are more like I look at them like short films because I guess that's kind of my passion as well Hmm. has always been film so when I come together with these musicians to try and create something I'm looking for music that's going to lubricate the experience (laughs)
1: A lot of ways. I, like, I like that that's a good way to phrase it because because you're still not writing I mean these still aren't your not I, I mean a radio hit is always nice for sure exposure is right. good but but you've never really kind of written that track you know whether the music even suited it it's just not really sort of where I, where I think of you getting exposure and airplay is more with those sort of accompanying amazing animated videos and uh, and the cinema right I'm, side I'm of more
0: things. on the like I mean it, I don't think what I do is ever going to be truly mainstream it's always going to have sort of a more of a grassroots sort of following and and part of like part of what makes that beautiful is that I'm able to collaborate in so many different ways with so many other different art forms and that you know like i mean that to me is very fulfilling i love making those videos you know it i'd love it more if it wasn't so expensive but, <laughs> you know like like anything else i think you know w- what you want to do with your art, like I mean, the way you want to build it. I'm happy with what I've been doing, and I think you know, there's there's more to be explored there. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this new one because, like, when the album drops, the first I think September 23rd is the day it comes out. We also have the a video of uh, For Many um, accompanying that as well. So we'll be launching that video as well. We're also going to do a video for Debris, but I'm I'm excited to start making those changes in my life to. Sort of start looking at film more, and mm. uh, I've just always loved that. So,
1: well, I wondered after after sort of doing the opera and, and everything, if if there wasn't you know the traditional t- Canadian trajectory. You know, it's like if you wrote a book and then the book becomes a play or a TV show, and then it becomes a CBC movie or it becomes some you know it, it, it you know has that. Right. Have you seen that continuance with with your own work? Some of the stuff that's gone to stage, it does seem a logical thing for you to next be involved in something that's cinematic in that sense.
0: Yeah, it's been one of the like I mean it's been a longer journey than I think most people are kind of accustomed to, but I uh, you know like I mean I started on the very sort of shaky ground of poet. <laughs> you know, which is the, you know not a lot of like producers and stuff are going to go like we need a poet to come <laughs> work on our new hit film or whatever. You know, it's just not one of those sort of like spheres that a lot of people tap from time to time. So I've had to make a lot of those moves on my own you know i'm very fortunate that i got a chance to work with vancouver opera like i mean that was a really incredible experience and i worked with some incredible people and it gave me a lot of really cool sort of experience where then i can go and you know move on from there and and try new and different things and so yeah i guess it's been kind of like you know it's the evolution, it's the trajectory of what I've been doing. It's what I've always loved, I guess that's what I've always kind of been moving toward.
1: No, I, I, you know, just because I have to ask, you know, you're going to be hitting out the road with the band and everything like that, and you know, inquiring minds want to know, like, what sort of groupies do you get at a Shane Koisin show?
0: <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't know if I get groupies, I get people that get very excited, I'm, I've never I never understood the, you know, like, I mean, the sort of the people that, like, I mean, they get really shaky, they can't even stand still, like, and I'm I'm blown away because I don't know what to say to those people to sort of put them at ease to be like, hey, I'm really just like, you can sit down next to me, you can talk to me, you can, whatever, I'm really just like, you know, when we're done here, I'm going to go to my hotel room, I'm going to play a game on my phone, maybe, watch some Netflix, there's nothing special to, you know, like mean who I am, I've gone through the same things that you are, that you have, and that's really what I want people to take away from my work. So when they come to me, you know, sort of vibrating um, in this way, and I just don't know what else to say to them that I can that I can be like, put them at ease and say, like, I'm with you, like, right here. It's okay. It's not, it doesn't have to be this. You don't have to. There's a weird sort of culture that happens sort of with this celebrity um, where all of a sudden people are, you know, like, I mean, they're hoisted to a place that, you know, like, I mean, they've never necessarily asked to be at. And for me, I just kind of want to be on the same level because I need people in my life to have, you know, I need that exchange of empathy. I need those exchange of stories. I need all of that because, like, me as a creative, that's where I get all that stuff from, right? So
1: For sure. You need to be there for many, ha-ha, which is a perfect lead-in for the next song we're going to close out the interview with. But, uh, you know, let's, let's play for many taken from Debris here.
2: The question has been posed to many. If you could change anything about your body, what would it be? Me? I'd change my nose, turn it into a rose so every time you leaned in to smell it I could steal kisses. I know this is not what you had in mind, that you were only trying to find some simple thing about me that I would change. As if my body were a rack of scrabble tiles that I could rearrange and exchange for better letters because it seems the world has got us all trying to spell beauty. So here we sit. Shearing metal sheep for the steel wool That we will use to scrub away our flaws Hoping each eye of every beholder Is an artist that draws gentler conclusions Than the ones we have about ourselves How can we be beautiful in a world That delves no deeper than our skin The question has been posed to many So often that wishing wells spit back pennies sick of the copper poisoning they get from our dreams. Seems we still think we can buy our desires for the price of next to nothing. We've been stuck inside of a mentality that suggests changing yourself is limited only to your dimensions as if our bodies are customizable but our attitudes or beliefs are not we behave as if thought is not malleable as if ideas are inflexible we pull the trigger on the question and expect something simple in response we expect nonchalance about the bullet hole and detachment about the bleeding we expect not needing to spend a second thought thinking about it we expect answers to be immediate We are expected to have thought about this our entire lives, and now we are being asked. So be quick. If you could change anything about your body, what would it be? Me? I'd change my eyes into your eyes so every time I look in the mirror I could see what it is about me you think needs changing. We've been listening to something that's only function is to see. We've been basing beauty on our eyes, the same tool we first learned to judge with, blacksmith to our prejudice, too fat, too thin, bad teeth, worse skin, no chin, big nose, small breasts, long toes, poor looks, cheap clothes, it goes too short, too tall, too nothing to all, the things we call each other in the name of beauty are ugly and that they allow no contrast to symmetry. As if we want the grandness of the theater without the sets. The bad choices without regrets. The bright, shiny future without the dark, tragic history. We forget that muscles don't mean strength of character. We blur the line between the two and forget that pretty doesn't always mean nice the same way beautiful doesn't always mean an easy life. We live in a world where children would rather go under the knife than wait to see who they'll grow up to be. The question has been posed to many. Me, I changed my bowels into a remote control so I could fast forward through this shit. Changed my chest into a jukebox and hit Evolve because someone's got to change this same old song we've been singing. As if bringing each other down is getting us anywhere other than nowhere fast, we are building a world where people curse the DNA passed down to them. Because when you ask the question, if you could change anything about your body, what would it be? What you're really asking me is, is there some part of myself? That I hate Great question And it has been posed to many But we are not Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head Go customize a friend Go Photoshop a lover Go put your attitude on the cover of a magazine and see if anyone calls it beautiful. You act as if you won't one day be old. As if you won't one day shake your head at all the product they sold you. Promises of vanishing lines and tighter skin. Surgeries that do nothing other than dress up your skeleton. As if there is no longer any grace in getting old or being who you are. They put the bullshit in a jar and convinced you, you need this. Pretty is a lie designed to sell you back to yourself but you are still you underneath the biceps or the great hair underneath everywhere they said you could hide underneath the color contact blue-eyed picture of perfection and right down past the sinew that keeps it all in place you are still you you are still bound to your own proclivities and perspectives appearance forgives nothing It cannot excuse you from being who you are. And if who you are has not come far enough to know that, then go stand in line with monotony. We will still be here, living up to the more intangible qualities and the definition of beauty. You asked us. If we could change anything about our body, what would it be? For many, it goes far beyond bone or skin many would change their minds into doors and they would leave them open to let you in
1: all right so what do you want to tell us about that track aside from the fact there's a video coming
0: right um there's a lot that went into that track i mean that track was that piece in particular i i originally wasn't gonna write i thought you know like because part of me like i mean i second guess myself a lot Hmm. you know i'm a lot of people see that sort of confident person that walks out on stage without realizing that backstage I'm falling to pieces, you know. And it's the same with the writing in terms of like, well, by writing this, am I really just whining about another aspect of you know what people, you know, I guess, are going through and and things like that. And it wasn't until I got a letter from an eight-year-old kid. It didn't even sell that much. He just sent me a picture of himself, um, and then he asked, "Am I ugly?" And I immediately knew where this kid was in his journey just because i'd been there as well and i knew there wasn't anything that i could say to really fix what they broke in him you know because there are going to be people in his life that are going to you know like i mean years from now they're going to say you're a beautiful person or whatever <laughs> and he's going to have trouble believing it because of what's happened to him now Right. And, and that's what i go through too people tell me all the time oh what you what you do is so beautiful. I have a hard time believing it because of what I went through as a kid. And so that's what kind of, you know, sort of led me to like, no, I have to write this piece because it isn't just about me. It's about a lot of people going through this at the exact same time. And I'm sure a lot of them out there feel just as alone, just as isolated.
1: Right on. Well, thanks again for taking the time to talk to us. And uh, of course, the tour kicks off, starts at... Uh In North Cowichan on the 15th, Uh, you'll be rolling through the Clark Foundation Theatre in Mission, B.C. on Sunday, October 18th. The other dates are up at shanecoison.com. And as always, a pleasure to chat. Thank you so much,
0: Stuart. Awesome.
1: Well, that was Shane Coison again, and he'll be here with the short story long, touring around B.C. and then off to the U.S. and such. You can get all the information at shanecoison.com. And now the rest of the scene portion of Seen and Heard. Poison Season is the new album out on Merge Records from Vancouver's Destroyer. This is Dan Behar, who's also a member of the New Pornographers, and who he just keeps putting out amazing records like Caput was the last one, had a very Roxy music vibe, huge amount of response. Poison Season continues in the lush, beautiful, kind of obliquely intimate style that, uh, that he's so well known for. This is a little bit more introspective. Um, I think than anything he's, he's ever done In the sense that uh, A fellow in pitchfork who, who reviewed it um, Made a good point, he said for the first time He sounds almost like he's looking back On himself as this indie icon of sort of Intellectual uh, indie rock And things and, and maybe second guessing Himself which is I think per- Perhaps a bit true but Here we're just going to play the song Girl in a Sling From Destroyer's Poison Season
3: To stop. Three stars, the night sky above used to mean everything to horses in love, girl in a sling. How come your eyes come in and out of focus in the park, all alone, early spring girl in a sleep Girl, I know what you're going through. I'm going there too. Girl, I know what you're going through. I'm going there too. I've been sifting through these remains for years. Bitter tears, bitter pills. Oh, it sucks when there's nothing. Gold in those hills, Girl I know what you're going through I'm going there too Girl I know what you're going through I'm going there too I'm going there too I'm going there too I'm going there too I'm going there too, I'm going there too. I'm going there too.
1: Girl in a Sling And if you want to hear that And much more from Destroyer Head to the Commodore Ballroom Saturday, October 17th at 9pm Tickets at Ticketmaster.com And LiveNation.com You know, I think this is going to be a great show His last show, the, the, the Vogue show he played Was brilliant um, on the Capote Tour Next up we've got a new group uh, It's BC Bread New York uh, City Forum duo um, Called Bob Moses Which uh, includes the son of Brian Adams Songwriting partner Jim Balance and one of his high school buddies. Uh, this is a buzz album that's uh, been picked up by Domino Records. And uh, for sure, it's, it's with its confident arrangements and songwriting and, and really kind of pristine production, Bob Moses, One to Watch. We can hear two tracks in a row from these guys, Talk, and then Too Much is Never Enough. Both of these taken from the album Days Gone By, which, as I say, has been picked up by, is available on Domino. And they'll be playing here at the Imperial, one of my favorite rooms in the city, on Wednesday, October 14th at 9 p.m. Tickets are $20 at all the usual outlets. And here we go with Bob Moses' talk, and Too Much Is Never Enough.
4: Where well, do you won't talk to
1: We are at the Herd, the Herd portion of this show, We're talking about new and exciting stuff that's been blowing me away in my ears, and I'm going to kick off with a groove group from Switzerland called Chaos Protocol, a track called Wrong Band, taken from the album Quest Lamentation Marks, uh, which is out on Prologue Records. These guys incorporate ample amounts of hip-hop, dub, electronic grooves, Pa- played, you know, acoustically and stuff uh, in pretty tuneful fusion and um, CD's really been kind of growing on me if you're a fan of groovy bands like Modesky Martin and Wood or Snarky Puppy or that sort of thing, I think uh, this has got some real real feet for you some real legs and uh, here's Chaos Protocol to pick up pianist band leader pablo held uh and he took inspiration from his latest album originally had plans to sort of follow in the miles davis and gil evans idea of recording you know classical tracks like sketches of spain that sort of thing but you know they were talking about doing a jazz ad- adaptation of puccini's opera tosca which never really sort of came out but uh, pablo held with his trio decided to kind of take that as an opera, a jumping off point and uh and look at sort of into the hidden harmonies and, and, and stuff which where, where you can find jazz exploration or improvisation within classical composition. So there's works on this record from Scraben, um, who's actually a track of Filet d'Album, we'll hear here. And then also uh, Bartok, Rachmaninoff, Stravinsky, Paul Hindemith, and of course the title track from uh, is, is taken from Puccini's Tosca. So here is uh, Filet d'Album, uh, Opus 58, uh, by Scrabin uh, or Scrabin I never did quite good how to say that. Uh, from the Pablo held trio's album "Recondita Armonia" on Pure Wet Records, a really fine label out of Germany. again. This has been Seen and Heard with Stuart Dardane. For this and all other podcasts uh, at the Province Podcast, go to theprovincepodcast.com and I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to Seen and Heard with Province music writer Stuart Dardane. Catch Stuart in the Province newspaper or online at theprovince.com